let's talk about it. Welcome back to Thick Radio, the podcast where we talk about gaining, fetism, and everything in its orbit. I'm James. And I'm Tim, so let's get into it. Right, listeners, we're coming at you this week with yet another review of Ridiculosity. Um, (laughs) Look, in this particular instance, because as you may recall the last time, we discussed Uh, some short films that, in actual fact, we may have decided that we have changed some views on because they were insane. Yes. And because we viewed these on YouTube, in the process of reviewing, of course, YouTube gives you some suggestions, and it recommended some videos to us. Mm -hmm. Now, there was a series of video games uh, titled SCP, now i've never played these tim i believe you are aware of them is that right i was aware of them like i've watched people play it on youtube but i have not played it myself right so it's a game series in which i don't know it's a facility where a whole bunch of people are kept captive uh because of like weird experiments that are given weird names and numbers and i don't know if these are like a part of the canon but there's like this wikipedia online where people seem to have submitted stories as like a wikipedia format to kind of continue on with this game Mm -hmm. and so people have made like animated youtube videos talking through those stories and we've reviewed two of those videos and that's what we're talking about today yeah so the first one is called the adults scp 1788 SCP Animation, which is produced by a YouTuber called The Rubber, and SCP-2611 Large and in Charge, which was produced by YouTuber Dr. Bob. So let's get into it. I'm just going to say that for the sake of not making this too confusing, when we're talking about the adults, I'm going to say the one about the big guy. When we're talking about Large and in Charge, I'll say the one about the big girl, because that's a lot of numbers to try to remember. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot with that. Um, the big guy one and the big girl one. There we go. Lovely shorthand. So when we were watching the big guy one, we noted that the piece seemed to carry itself with a very whimsical, cartoonish air, which was kind of fun to kick things off with. I don't know about you. There was a a slight part of me that maybe even felt hopeful. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> This, well, that got shot in the ass, didn't it? That that it did. That it did. Because almost immediately, uh, it became a narrative about pedophilia, which is just... Yeah. Just awful. Um, essentially, what what is apparently meant to happen is that um, prepubescent humans are infected with whatever this number thing is, and we don't know how it happens. But then they are instantly transformed into morbidly obese, super tall, super bulky adults who prey on other prepubescents. And it's very weird because the majority of this video goes into this like anatomy thing. And apparently they have like an extra set of arms and extra organs and all of this weird stuff, right? Which look cool. It's meant to be weird. I get it. Um, But obviously that's a pretty potent thing to put Mm -hmm. out there um 
I just, I look, in your opinion, do you feel like this was a weird plot line to you? Interestingly enough, it's, I've kind of heard something similar to this before. Like I remember, so when I was a teenager, I would read a lot of horror and I read a short story by a, a man named Joe Lansdale. It is called The Fat Man and it's in a collection of his short stories entitled Bumper Crop. And I remember it being a pretty disturbing story. It was about a obese man who lived on the end of a street in a neighborhood and all the kids like knew the, the fat man lived there and they would make fun of him and everything. But two kids pluck up the courage to try to like spy on him and see what he's doing. And you sort of come to discover that he's not really human, that he's some sort of, I don't know, monstrosity or alien or whatever it was. And, um, well, he ends up eating one of the kids. <laughs> yeah. But I think the whole, like, when they were talking about the internal anatomy of the of the SCP and, like, the difference in the organs and all this other stuff, it kind of made me think about that short story. And then when it mentioned that they infect a prepubescent person and they be, instantly become an adult, that sounded a lot like um, a, uh, one of the books by Anne Rice in the Mayfair Witch Trilogy about this particular creature known as the Taltos, like that goes from an infant to a human in, in just a couple of seconds. I mean, infant to a human, an infant to a full grown human within a couple of seconds after birth. So like both those things kind of, you know, um, when I was watching that, that thing, I was like, Oh yeah, I've, I feel like I've heard that before. Um, though I still think it's, it's, uh, it's leaving me with sort of a bad taste in my mouth. I know it's a piece of fiction. I know that this is, you know, nothing real, but like, uh, it kind of creeps me out. Um, so there was a segment where uh, the the SCP was under containment and was being interviewed. And didn't, didn't it say something along the lines of, well, you all still look like children. You're not done yet. Is it as if to imply that a full grown human was not actually full grown? You know, that there was something stunted in our development and that we have to have our full potential unlocked. By this SCP process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's the narrative it leans on. But kind of bringing it back to the fat, I just find that a really interesting conflation. That they don't just say, oh, they grow up to become a normal adult. Yeah. They grow up to become an obese adult. Why obese? Why? Well... You know, I, I, I'll, I'll challenge you on this because we both watched the Sandman and I have read the comics before. And one of the serial killers at his, at the serial killer convention is a big chubby guy who goes after kids. Mm -hmm. And like when watching that and, and when reading that way back when I did, I guess I didn't find anything out of the ordinary because that's what society has trained us mm -hmm. is like, look out for that person because it's always going to be, you know, the weirdo, the loner, the fat guy, the really tall guy, the one that seems socially awkward, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. I, yeah. And maybe that's where the discomfort comes from. It's just that, again, it's that conflation of obesity with something not nice. You know, when we talked about fat girls and feeders, it was the idea that feeders are inherently evil humans. When we watched Eater, it's that uh, apparently you can break someone down and then the end result is cannibalism. Now mm -hmm. it's pedophilia. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? Yeah, there's, there's really been nothing to inspire hope. 
No. I mean, I'm just waiting for the next documentary where I have no doubt in my mind we will see the inherent link between obesity and bestiality. And then the or, next... Or Satanism. Or necrophilia. Or, or necrophilia. <laughs> I mean, I know I shouldn't laugh at that, but uh, it's just ridiculous. The, the shit that they correlate it's like where does this come from other than the obvious society doesn't like it i know i know so listeners if you know any pieces where obesity gets linked to necrophilia and bestiality let us know at thethickradio at gmail.com and we'll complete our series of obesity linked to the true atrocities of humankind but anyways do you feel like seeing repeated examples of that conflation is society's way of trying to create a new link like we're trying to demonize fat people in the same way that we've demonized queer people in the past? I suppose it's possible. I mean, we could be reading into it too much, but where does all this, you know, start? Like, <laughs> where, does it start? Um, where does it go? Yeah, where does it go? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, you could make that comparison. Um, I don't know if that's exactly what I got out of it, but. I mean, I like I said, because it was cartoon, I wanted to get something more fun. And I will say there was a moment because you mentioned the scene with the shock collar, you know, the, mm. the, the scientist is like, what do I call you? And he says, call me what you want. Just don't call me late for supper. Like that inclusion of comedy, do you feel like that pushes the dial any closer to camp or does it not really do a good enough job to, to make that happen? I don't know if it can be called camp, to be honest, because it takes itself a bit seriously. And in fact, kind it's, it's I mean, I don't, it's almost cosmic horror so and that always takes itself seriously <laughs> um yeah i don't i don't think it can be considered camp camp doesn't usually leave you disturbed no camp is meant to be a fun romp you know that's why even though as i'd explained to you when watching mummy dear it's like yeah there were moments of it that disturbed me because it seemed to present itself so seriously i couldn't help but enjoy it because it was inherently camp yeah um we did go into the comment section after the episode, <laughs> and most of the comments were kind of saying like, oh yeah, finally an SCP about Discord moderators. <laughs> I don't know Discord, please explain. I don't know because I, I don't, I mean, I'm on Discord. I'm, I'm a part of a couple of servers that are aimed at specific fetishes, but like, I'm not a huge participant in Discord. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 I've never had problems with moderators, mostly because I don't engage. So, um, I can't speak to any truth of that. Mm. Fair dues. Well, listen, thank fuck, that's the end of episode one. Now, episode two, the one with the large girl. Yes. Similarly, this plot does not specify, like, gaining or fetism as the impetus for the narrative. Much of the plot follows what could be described, honestly, as a very typical piece of, like, gainer fiction, right? Oh, yeah. I thought we were watching a porn. It's how it seemed at the start, because essentially the plot, you know, it's got the narrator who goes, she sits down and she doesn't know why she can't stop eating chips and cookies. And then she feels that thing again, and then she cannot help herself but pick up that tub of ice cream that she dropped and start eating it all over again. And she goes from being like 150 pounds to 500 pounds. It very salaciously describes how, you know, she can't fit on the bicycle seat and wobbles as she walks, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel like that line was very clear. I mean, look, do you feel that the author, whoever penned that originally on this fake Wikipedia, shared in some gaining fetus fantasies with us? 
I'd be pretty surprised if they didn't. <laughs> Either they are a member or they know somebody who is and they've had extensive conversations with that person. Because this was beat for beat, like, you know, any uh, gainer fiction that I've ever read, you know, and regardless of gender. Hmm. Um, so at the end of the piece, it says that uh, the cause was a piece of sentient fat that has grafted onto her major organs and is like controlling her like a parasite. Yes. Um, I mean, is that a storyline that you've come across in Gain of Fiction? Not so far, but wasn't there a Doctor Who episode where little fat blobs were sentient? You know, I was literally just thinking about that. Essentially, in the Doctor Who episode, they were taking these pills, which were meant to be miracle weight loss pills. But yeah. what it was, was it was causing, like, the birth of uh, celluloid creatures. So yeah. basically, they would give them to the obese, and a single pound of fat they would lose every night. But what would happen is, is it would metastasize and, like, literally pull away from them. Uh -huh. Like, uh, what's that thing when a cell subdivides? Mitosis? Uh, mitosis. Like, it was like mitosis, where it would just pull apart. It was a cute little fat thing, like, me, 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 and, like, waddling mm -hmm. out. Um, and I can't remember what the whole plot point behind that was. I don't think I, I mean, I knew of those little things, because pop culture, how can you not know? But I've never seen the episode, mm -hmm. so um, I can't, I, obviously, I'm, I'm not going to be able to compare them. So the meme, in... the meme was that there's a planet of creatures made purely of fat, and the way that they would work is that when they would have children they would just stay on on a moon that would orbit or a planet nearby mm -hmm. but that planet disappeared for some reason and their species was dying so they tasked this woman who looked a lot like do you remember super nanny yes so a woman who was meant to be that basically who was running this corporation okay the premise was that she was trying to steal all the fat possible from humans to basically rebreed the next generation of these celluloid aliens gotcha you know seems to only result in one death but kicks off this narrative of like planets disappearing and it's some kind of multiversal i don't know mm -hmm. can barely remember but it happened at the first episode where there was donna there was the christmas special when she was in a wedding dress but then there was the first mm -hmm. episode when she was the new companion and it was the first episode and it was her and we love catherine tate so. oh yeah that's right that was catherine tate that was catherine tate so Similarly, we also visited the comment section after this video, and I've got to say, so this video came out mid-2022. Mm -hmm. At time of recording, it has racked up nearly 2 million views. And what I found really interesting was how many comments were made by viewers who thought that being an out-of-control glutton was the scariest thing they'd ever seen. Yeah. So this SCP group, they don't just do stuff around that. They do stuff where it's like, you know, alien, like things bursting through the chest or, you know, eating your bones from the inside out or rotting flesh or mutilated babies, like yeah. lots of fucking weird shit, right? Mm -hmm. But for people to have like seen all of that and gone, this woman became uncontrollably fat, scariest thing that I've ever seen, that really shocked me. Yeah. I mean, like, do you feel that that has, like, affected your idea of, like, normalcy of the conversation of weight gain for you? 
Well, I'm, I suppose for a lot of people, yeah, it is like their worst nightmare because um, in watching this, I remember a conversation that we had here on the podcast, and I think it was with Rick about um, how some people perceive that if they begin to gain weight, they'll never be able to stop. They'll be like, I'd, boost, I'd, I'd just be too addicted. I'd yeah. never be able to stop. I just keep growing and growing. And it kind of makes me wonder how many people have that sort of instinct or 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 deep dark part of their their mind that they never acknowledge you know of of they just you know that they would want to keep getting bigger and maybe that's why this particular scp terrifies them so much Hmm. i mean we know from discussion on this podcast that obesity is something that a lot of people fear and this is really what stems a lot of fat phobia but it's just really interesting to me to actually see that, you know, promoted so publicly and so like virulently. But then again, that's the privilege of not going and looking at shit like this SCP bullshit. I try to keep my content nice and fat positive. And yeah, because you're, you're not you're not really one for horror. And this is very much like a, this is a very like HP Lovecraft style of horror. Yeah, body horror to an extent, or at least yeah. that's what obesity is being used as a catalyst for. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, what is happening to the people is horrific because they are being like converted by parasites, but also the idea of becoming obese is a horror. Yeah. So, you know, you can't help but notice things like that. Um, I do want to ask you, what do these YouTube videos have in common? Uh, well, they were both based off the SCP series, um, and they were animated in similar styles. They were animated by two different people. So, mm. I mean, so the fact that they were animated, the fact that they're both on YouTube based on the same thing, that's what they have in common. Oh, and they're both, they both involve largeness, you know, like even though the one about the adults um, doesn't have them actively gaining weight, you know, in the story. They just sort of suddenly become obese. You know, they have that in common too. Hmm. What do you feel like the creator's motivation was for creating these videos? Um. Well, I don't know if the people who created the videos are the same people who wrote the description of the SCP. They could be two different entities. Um. So, you know, it, the motivation would be to bring these stories about the SCPs to life. I, I don't know how many SCPs were um, listed in the game. I don't know how many there were, if there was like this infinite number, or if it was a finite amount. I have no idea. But I would just think that these, cre- I don't, I am fucking this up so badly. I'm talking in circles. I'm sorry. Let me start this over. You're good. Um, so I think the reason why they would produce these videos is to bring these descriptions of the scps to life um seems like this is a very passionate fan base and it's you know probably just a project to get these writers their their stories out there yeah i mean i suppose that's another question like ultimately if they're just fans of a series creating something that mimics the essence of the series can we really fault them for what they produce? I mean, no, I, I don't. I don't think so. I vote yes personally because you're all. Always... Oh, you do. Oh, well, just because, like you know, you don't exist in a void. You always have control over what you what content you create. Mm-hmm. And so, I think if someone has an idea of like, "Ooh, this seems pretty salacious," and utilizes these themes and could tick a box. 
Like, sure, but just because you could doesn't necessarily mean you should. I don't know. I, don't, I like. I don't feel like a fat person created this stuff. Basically, no. And I guess maybe that's why I'm being lenient with it is because they, whoever wrote these descriptions, probably what I don't think they had mal, uh, malice intended. Um, it was probably benign ignorance. What do you feel? What like? What did you like about these? shorts and they were very well animated um and they were very distinct in their styles um the voiceover work was really good um yeah i mean i didn't care for the content but it was well produced yeah the storytelling i thought was done quite well i liked that it was cartoon like i say when i first sat down to watch it all i thought hey ho this could actually be something really cool and fun and then it truly fucking wasn't so, you know, what did we dislike about these YouTube shorts? I didn't like the um, comparing, you know, being a large person to being a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That I had a problem with. That's a lot. Um, yeah, so that's a big leap to make. And I didn't care for the sentient layer of fat that was controlling the woman's body. Yeah. I, look, you say it was a big leap. Fat people can't even jump that far. So, you know, I think if they can't even make the jump, then we already know, you know? Yeah. yeah. That work. Um, but what would you change about these if you could change anything? Well, I don't know because I don't really... I'm, I, if these are, you know, faithful um, descriptions and, and fictions that are in that universe and it's not inappropriate for that universe, you know, I don't know. Could you change anything? Like, because I just don't know this fandom. Mm. so i wouldn't even really know how to change it you know other than just completely rewrite it and leave out the pedophilia part in the one and uh in the other one leave out the whole against her will part mm. what would i change i think i think in all honesty i would keep the the art styles the same and the narrative building i would keep the same but, you know, I think in terms of topic, if I could, I'd make it so that it was consensual gaining and that it wasn't underage people and that it was all above board and positive and, you know, because at the very least, if they painted it so that this woman was being seduced to enjoy her weight gain, like that wouldn't be so bad. That would almost have a horror element of you don't even know that you've been tricked, but now you love it. And so now you can't get out of it. Like, I could see the porn elements from that. Yeah. But, you know. But it wouldn't be very in 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 line with like what make what scares people today you know like it wouldn't be very frightening so i suppose that's the answer it was probably formatted with pedophilia and all this non-con stuff and all this like negativity so that it falls in line with cultural views what culture believes obesity to be which is representative of something truly awful yeah so anywho Time for our reviews, Timbo. So for the first one, the adults SCP-1788 SCP animation, which involved the large men. I think I gave that one a five out of 10. I was kind of generous with it because of the, again, the art style, the presentation. I, yeah, I would say a five. Okay. I gave it a zero. <laughs> I just think any conflation of that nature is just not on so you know not a fan but the second piece 
SCP-3611 large and in charge with the fat girl. What would you give that out of 10? I'll give that one a four because again, it was well done, well animated, well, you know, the voice work was really good. So those things that give it at least four points. Okay. I actually gave that one a five because ultimately, aside from those couple of key moments, it was just fat porn. And as much as I'm not necessarily female attracted that much, I can still appreciate some good authorship and yeah. obviously have implanted myself in the scenario of being the quote unquote unwilling being fattened up countless times. So yeah, <laughs> I can always appreciate a circle back to the story. That, that, like you'd be hauled into the doctor's office like you have a sentient uh, patch of fat in your stomach and it's controlling you and you'd be like well where have you been all my life I, I would be so offended i'd be like are you fucking kidding me you have to you have a lot to answer for i have been stuck at about 200 210 for far too long get your shit together and make me fucking huge and the doctor's just sat there like what is going on <laughs> containment breach containment breach well listen that's a wrap for now here on thick radio please remember to like and subscribe rate us five stars and leave us a good review if you liked this episode the podcast or just us in general share it with your friends and encourage them to tune in you can find me on instagram and beefy frat at stanham and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Beefy Frat at Thicky Mouse. You can also look us up on TikTok at Thick Radio or at our website at www.podpage.com forward slash Thick Radio. If you want to submit a voice note, you can reach us at anchor.fm forward slash Thick Radio forward slash message. And if you have any questions or ideas for episodes, you can reach us at thethickradio at gmail.com. So until next time, bye fats. Bye, fats. Let's talk about it. Dick Radio is a Patreon and Enter app podcast produced by Stan and Dickie Mouse. Next and Master by Stan. Our artwork is provided by Loki 2. Our theme song is provided by Spotify Cream.